0: You have to like research a lot about what the new, like the plugins which you asked me. Hmm. Like there must be like so many plugins which I also don't know are there right now. Hmm. Like which can do a lot of things. So you have to continuously be very curious on what, on the different styles that I have. Because today there will be one style, tomorrow there will be one next style where people will go like full bonkers and like everyone will be like, how did they do that? Hmm. So you should have a very... Good eye on new styles, new projects happening in the industries. Do a lot of references, do a lot of R&D to see what happens with this software, what happens with that software. Offspin Media Friends proudly presents A Day in Your Life by Anand Krishnan An Offspin Original Hi, my name is Anand and welcome to this podcast where this is all about you, a day in your life. In the fifth episode of the series, I speak with David Remedios, a senior motion graphics artist. Let's hear what he's got to say about a day in his life. Hi, David. Good evening. Hi, Anant. Good evening. How have you been? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? I'm good, David. Thank you for asking. So here we are talking about a day in the life of a motion graphics artist. Yes. David, could you tell me a little about yourself? Where you were born and raised? So I've born and brought up in Mumbai, uni like a proper Bombay boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've like studied here. I've done my all my schoolings here, all my higher education here. Okay. Mostly, all my life has been my professional life and my personal life both have been in Mumbai, uni. Okay. Since you have an animation background and are now working in the motion graphics industry, did you specialize in anything? The course was a three-year whole-fledged course where in the first two years, they taught you the basics of like art and all that. Okay. And the second year was more about computer-generated graphics. And in the third year, then you could select your major and you could develop that skill. Okay. What do you mean by computer-generated graphics? So, anything that is made on the computer, like how you do a painting with a crayon or a brush or something. Mm-hmm. If you do the same painting on a software,
1: mm-hmm.
0: using a computer or using any tool of the com- of that software, so that's termed as a computer generated graphics. So anything that generates art is called computer generated graphics. So from there, we like learn the basics and the foundations and all that in the first six months or something. Mm-hmm. And from there you could select, so they had a lot of courses, like some had 3D modeling, 3D animation, character animation. Mm-hmm. And then there was one course also called branding and motion design, which I took that. Okay. Which is more about creating motion graphics for brands, for like titles. Mm-hmm. And also the, there is a lot of like, if you see a lot of these Netflix shows and all, they have this opening montage with all these graphics coming and all that. Correct. Yeah, some are really cool. And now also like a lot of music videos also are like fully a graphic based. They take lyrics and they do the animation. Right. So that also was like done in that. So it was a very wide range of projects. We could also do stop motion, which had a different feel to it. Yeah, I really like that. Damn cool. Yeah. So they thought of like bits and pieces of everything. And then we had to do our own research and know what you want to do later. In a professional scenario. So then you chose motion graphics? The term was called motion graphics and branding. Because branding was like, if you go more to a corporate side where they tell you that I want to brand this product and how do you design things around it? Like if you take Adidas, like a shoe, then mm-hmm. how do you make it a sports brand or something? So then mm-hmm. you like design the graphics around that, you design the logo, you design this, that. Mm-hmm. All the different mm-hmm. aspects come So that's also a part of the curriculum. After you finish this course, where did you start working? So post this course, there was a college internship in Reliance Media Works. Okay. So that was a hardcore advertising production company. Mm -hmm. Like all the ads that you see Mm -hmm. on the TV and all that, they do that. So they shoot, then you do your motion graphics on that. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of these green screen shoots, which the characters are shot, and then you create stuff around the character, you create like a whole environment. Hmm. That was like a very learning stage for me, hmm. because you were directly put into a professional environment from a college environment. Right. Mostly all the learning happened in the professional thing. Right? Like if you go to see like during the college thing, you just learn the software. Mm hmm. How to use the software and all came when you started working. Correct. Which is when you actually learn to use the software. Yeah, like in in the college, they'll teach you like you press this button and this happens. But why do you want to press it and always thought on your professional side of life? Absolutely right. If I go back to my audio engineering school, I might have learned like 3% of my current knowledge. You actually get to learn that only when you down to a job and you're in a pressure situation. It all looks nice and fine in theory and in a bright AC classroom, but things actually come to use and you know you actually get to use your gray matter in a real life work situation. Yeah. Yeah like a lot of lot of things you you see like when you start working you know like professionally. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't know that a, like this is a easier way to do it. Or this is like a faster way can be done this way instead of doing that way. Like you learn a lo- lot of shortcuts. Right. What is your day like usually from the time you usually wake up and until the day ends? Usually I wake up and it's a rush, it, Because I, like you wake up and then you do a little housework, you know, then you have to you have to actually rush to office. Mm-hmm. During work from home days, it was a bit relaxed as you don't have to get ready and all that thing. Yeah. So I felt when work from home was there, it was much better. But now since... Everything, it's like office has started and all. Yeah. So just there is a rush because then like if a project is still running, mm-hmm. then like you have to finish it. People will start calling you and all that. Hmm. So the mornings are pretty like slow because everyone starts like in a creative thing. Because your brainstorming all starts at that. If you're just at an initial phase of a project. Hmm. Like the initial part is a little slow because there are like 4-5 people who be there in a project if you go to see. Hmm. There are a lot of ideas and all that come out. Hmm. So yeah, but once the project goes like your hands-on on on the project, then you have to stick to a deadline. So so actually, if you go to see in a motion graphic guy or or if you see in any creative zone, the timings are very haywire. Hmm. You you can't say like, I have to go to office at this time, I have to leave at this time. Hmm. Like, sometimes so we have sat, like, in office, like, for the whole day also. Hmm. That is, like, in a very scenario where there is a, a lot of ultimatum or, like, there is a deadline that can't be pushed, you know. But you get used to it. Like, for the first two years, you think that it is, it's very, like, tough, you know. But then once you get used to the cycle, your body or your mind, and you know, all gets used to it. Once we come to office and all, then we, if there is a project going on, we have to finish it. So, it's just, like, you come, start working, Hmm. And you try to finish your project so that you can start the next one. Right. Recently, I was working on this project where the project got over like in two days. But then next day, you have to start another project. So, hmm. you, there was no rest and you know, all. there was no break. So, hmm. you just start something. and you. If you have like a a gap and all, then you can like chill between Correct. two projects, get your time, relaxes. Yeah. So, there are like up and downs and all. Sometimes it's like, a very fast 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 situation, sometimes it's like very slow hmm. and also like in channels there is like certain like some months where like you see summers are a very high point for everyone because of summer vacations and this everyone is like hooked on TV and, yeah. and if you see during the winters there they say that there is a drop and also that time like there is a less of content consumed hmm. by the audience. So, there you can get some breaks. So, it's a very like the graph is very like up and down. Yeah, I get it. Totally get it. How do you usually go about uh, prepping for a project uh, for any animation or a sketching project and um, how much time would it usually take to go from a say like a storyboard to a delivery master? So, for deliveries, we usually see the quality that That the client requires. Mm -hmm. So we recently did this channel branding. Of the whole. The channel which I'm working in. Mm -hmm. So the logo was designed. And all that. And we had to do the whole packaging around it. So by packaging. I Means like how the channel will look. With the new logo. What will be end pages. Or what will be the communication. Mm -hmm. Like off air, on air. How will the channel look. So all that. If you go to see like for a whole. That's like working from scratch. So
1: hmm.
0: If you see like that, then with the ideation, everything took around three months or something. Oh. Because for that, we had to actually go from logo designing. Then there was like, you start with the logo designing of the brand. Hmm. So you have options for that. If from those options, something gets selected, it's good. If it doesn't get selected, then you have to rework. Hmm. Then you have to make something called like a mood board where. What are the first like adjectives that come to your head when you talk about this brand? You can go to Google, you get all these references you put on the mood board. It's like a visual treatment to what you feel is in your head regards to that brand. Interesting. Yeah, like so if like two, three, like three, four people are working, then there are different mood boards on there. Then we sit together, we see everyone's mood board. Hmm. From there you select what are the main components that build your channel or build your brand. Hmm. From there, then you get into designing of what are the colors of the channel. What will be the elements that you want to use? Hmm. Then, like brand idents are there, hmm. which are on your key values of your channels. You make idents on that. Correct. You know your colors and other things. Yeah. So now, currently, I'm working for the a kids channel. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was the like how every kid is different in his own way. Hmm. Like a kid who's into gaming will be like more gaming oriented he'll have like more these tech things a geeky kid will be very geeky hmm. so we picked up all those values and all the items revolved around a kid's mind Wow. we designed like three four irons that are like one cater to a geeky guy one create to a very sporty kid one created to a very explorer hmm. so ultimately your final product is all a mix mash of you know all the four or five people who worked on this and you know ideas yeah because like like all different uh, the audience are all different kids now like correct so you can't like tell that the channel just has to be to a very adventurous guy but there are like it will be unjust to the other people who don't think that way correct and do you guys design logos uh, on paper or is it all on software so that actually depends on how the artist is comfortable some artists still use paper to design their fonts and then they trace it in Hmm. the on in the computer using Photoshop correct or using Illustrator Mm -hmm. some guys then they do it directly because now since there is since there is a lot of like pen tabs like Wacom and all come out Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so that's like you directly connect it via USB port and your software only gives you like a paper and pen so you can just sketch out stuff like that. Wow. So, usually people do that because it's quicker. Faster, yeah. Yeah. But still, if you go to see some people prefer how to, in their mind, what is either They just like jot down or if you don't have like a computer accessible. Correct. And you get an idea, when they jot down things. Exactly so. what I was going to say, you know. They could sit in a cafe and, you know, they don't need to take out any gadget or maybe in a train also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a lot of people, they still, it's not that like no one uses it now. Hmm. It's, your foundation comes through using a pen and paper. Right. So people still use that. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. David, is there any project that you would want to talk about? We did this recently. We launched a new show also. Mm -hmm. So we had to create a music video around the whole characters and all that. Okay. Like if you go to see now, a lot of these reels get rendered which have this hook step. Hmm. And people just do that hook step with a with a very catchy music. Mm-hmm. So the brief was like create something that will go viral, like a fully Bollywood number that will go viral. Mm-hmm. So then we got like the music was composed and all that. Mm-hmm. Then we had to also get the characters animated. Mm. So for getting the characters animated, we uh, because it was. They wanted something that would be catchy, which would go to the audience, and the audience would copy that and do reels. So right. then we got two guys, two choreographers who did the step for us on the music. Okay. Yeah. And then that steps was then taken into animation and each step, each pose of that guy was traced out and given to the character to animate
1: it. Okay.
0: It's a bit... And the very, uh, very high-tech graphics if you go to see, because those guys then they put sensors on their body, you know. Hmm. And like, if you see, also, if you see the making of Avatar, it's like properly explained in that way, they put motion capture on the character and all that. Correct, correct. Yeah, so then whatever the, the main actor doing the character just replicates it right. in, in the software. right. So that to actually speak about that is very like elaborate because there is a lot of technical aspects to it like because there is a full like a whole software just to do that mm-hmm. shoot. Like the person has to be like fully rigged as per the character. Hmm. So yeah that was done and then we created a whole music background to it which had like a lot of lights and like it was a full disco. With the character dancing into it and doing the different poses and then there was like different animations like a hook line was there that this character does that and then we, that was it. that was separately animated but the main thing was like the whole uh, thing was shot and then the whole shoot was taken into animation. Wow! So that was something like challenging you know because like it was not like a like we had any big supervisor who was doing doing it. it was like like you were just making things together and doing something that would create a hook step. It's sounding super interesting. <laughs> wow. So now recently, it just got over like a week back, you know, which came out good also. Nice. Yeah. So that was a bit challenging thing because like if you go to see more than creative and more than like softwares and all that, you need like a person should be very technically sound in these things because if the place where you get stuck, then you can like, do a lot of, then you have to sit and do a lot of research hmm. behind the software, which will be, because once you get into the researching thing, the, first of all, there is a limited time that is given to you to deliver this thing. Right. And research takes a lot of time to yeah. research a thing. And if you go to see like a person from a non-creative one, like, like me and you will understand like where we are stuck, you now. but hmm. if you see like the... Like the client will not understand. He'll be said, "Just do it and give it to me fast."
1: Yeah, exactly. Which so, is why they
0: ask for references. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. then it becomes very tedious. Like if you get stuck somewhere, yeah. You, uh, so you need like a bit experience. So we hired an experienced guy in the team who knew the software. So basically, it's called motion capture. Interesting. You have the live location, the information of that live guy is taken into the camera. Mm-hmm. Then that software makes a camera in the three D software. Wow, that imitates wherever the points or the on the body they say they put the points on that.
1: Hmm.
0: It imitates the character imitates that. Then you smooth it out enough in the animation studio. What is the main software that you guys work on, and what are perhaps some of the most killer plugins that you've been using? The main software now, the most in software which you go going to see is Cinema 4D. Mm-hmm. Because you can link it to different softwares. You know? okay. And it has a more uh, advanced, like for me it's a bit, but people might disagree and all, but I feel it's more like user friendly and it has a very quirky effects and all you get all these liquidy effects, you get all these blobby things and all you can create. Mm. People, you uh, we use Cinema 4D, 3D Max, hmm. and the main software to put everything together is After Effects, Photoshop, or something. Hmm. So, different artists have different preferences in plugins hmm. because, like I said, now there is no like one way to do things, like there can be like n number of ways to give an output, correct? Yeah, so I use. Basically, this, there is this called Red Giant trap code, which mm-hmm. is a very good software, which you can do a lot of particle work. So dynamics and that. Mm-hmm. And like I avoid a lot of plugins because first of all, it gets very heavy mm-hmm. when you render stuff out. Mm. So if you can like uh, do things in like they say you do things in different passes mm. and then you compose it in After Effects. Instead hmm. of doing everything in one software, got it? Like bits and pieces, Good. and you know, yeah. you take it to the final compositing software and then work it out there. Correct. So yeah, because then like the machine, like like if you want to do something very high high end, then one frame is taking at least four minutes of yours to render. Oh man! Which yeah, if you're like rendering a twenty or uh, thirty second animation, will be like almost a long time. So, you do it in bits and pieces, it will be faster, like every second will will render. Uh, so, different like guys have different uh, preferences yeah, and plugins and, hmm. and especially you have to buy these plugins. So, also like you get it or you don't get it and all that. So. Are these plugins for outright sale or are they also in a subscription kind of model? No, no. So, every plugin is a different developer. So, you have to purchase it. Okay. That brings me to my last question, David. What advice would you have for upcoming motion graphic artists? Basically, you have to be very curious in what you want. You have to like research a lot about what the new, like the plugins which you asked me. Hmm. Like there must be like so many plugins which I also don't know are there right now. Hmm. Like which can do a lot of things. So, you have to continuously be very curious on what, on the different styles that are happening because today there will be one style tomorrow there will be one next style where people will go like full bonkers and like everyone will be like how did they do that Hmm. so you should have a very good eye on new styles new projects happening in the industries do a lot of references do a lot of R&D to see what happens with this software what happens with that software Hmm. and yeah you should like Test your creativity to the fullest because in a professional thing is like how you only like no one will come to teach you like you just have to like go out there go full outright. Hmm. There are a lot of these courses that people talk about the experiences or if you go to YouTube you can check out all the behind the scenes of all this. So there are a lot of like so you do a lot of referencing do a lot of R&D on what what do you want to do you like Get around. Like if you sit In front of the software Just to think What to do next You'll be wasting A lot of time hmm. The learning never stops Keep learning Correct Correct. Because like What you learn in the college Is very like Practical Like not I can't say practical It's Because see In a creative field There's no like Theory or something It's more about practical So the more you Learn or The more you Research The more you Gain Like Build your knowledge Will be better Absolutely Absolutely And then you get your own style also from that, like a lot of motion graphics guys, they have their own style, so that's why you're different from the another person, Mm. Otherwise, everyone would be doing the same thing. Right. If you build your one style and you have that style, then all like clients will come to you just for your style. Correct. Alright, this was a nice uh, small chat, David. Thank you for doing this. Thanks, Anant. You just heard A Day in Your Life An Offspin Original Created and produced by Anant Krishnan This show is live and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, Savan, Ghana, Wink and every other place we thought hosted podcasts Give the Offspin team a like, maybe a subscribe on their Instagram page and be in touch, we love hearing from you Keep listening to content from Offspin Media friends and keep glistening. The opinions expressed in this show are personal to the guests and the host and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the producer or the platform. This show does not intend to defame and denigrate any individual or organization in India or outside. The show is created for entertainment purposes only. It does not encourage smoking, drinking, or any kind of substance use. It may contain the use of harsh language that may be considered offensive, rude, or profane by the listeners. It may also contain incidents that mention or describe mental health issues, casteism, suicide,
1: and violence. Listeners are advised to use their discretion.